I'm Megan Kerr, mindset coach and meditation teacher. This podcast is here to help you unwind self-doubt, people-pleasing, imposter syndrome and overwhelm so you can step into the confident leader you were born to be. Women, it is time to bring your purpose into the world in an impactful way without sacrificing your well-being. Are you ready? Let's begin. Hey, welcome my friends. Hope you're having a most fabulous day. This episode is all about how to be on social media, even when you don't really like it, or even when you hate it. So first of all, you don't have to be on social media, right? You can make that choice for your small business that you are not going to be on social media. If that's the case, of course, there needs to be another way for you to be social, You could be out in the world, in real life, you could be doing talks, networking events, meeting people, and we can't go past, very importantly, our email list and sending regular emails to our people on our email list. So many of them might already be clients or customers, they might be potential clients and customers for the future. They might be a little bit of your friends and family from when you first started, but that's probably not who you're speaking to. So make the choice first. Just because lots of people are on social media with their businesses, you might make the choice not to be. And there are some really, really successful businesses that are, in fact, not on social media. So first things first, you make that choice for yourself. Now, If you've made that choice for yourself and you've decided, yes, I want to be on social media, my people are there, and maybe I even would like it if I got the hang of it or I want to learn how to like it, I want to learn how to reach my potential clients and customers on social media, then let's keep going. So I think it's really a good idea just to choose one platform that you want to be on first. And you can expand out, you can cross post really easily, but just choose one that you want to start with. For me, it always used to be Facebook, but of course, algorithms change and how many people get to see your posts over the years really dropped on Facebook. Instagram became the place I was much happier to be on. And I also had this feeling on Instagram that I think as an introverted person, it really worked for me because I feel like I'm talking to one person. I don't know what the difference in Instagram is to Facebook around that. It could just be the way our feed shows up and shows us who's interacting. That makes that difference. I can really feel like I'm talking to one person on there, which is really important. Basically, I make my posts for Instagram. So we'll start there. That's where I choose to be. And I want to speak to you around how you can show up on Instagram or your favorite social media platform, the platform you're going to choose to use without it needing to be a drag, without it needing to feel like it takes you a bloody hour to write a post, without it feeling like, oh, I really should show up on there, but I don't want to. I've got better things to do. So first of all, you've made that choice. I mean, this often happens when we're new with our business, we're setting up social media, you want to, or you want to grow your following on there. So 
your mindset's in the right place, right? You're going to get your mindset in the right place for showing up on social media, and then you're going to do it in a way that really serves you. And I know for me, I can get a little bit carried away with the old reels on Instagram. I'm doing that sort of endless scrolling that can happen. I don't scroll on Facebook anymore, probably because of what it shows us now. Most of it is ads and sponsored posts. And so on my Instagram account, I've set a timer and the timer reminds me when I've been on the app for an hour that day. And so if that's showing up, that gives me that physical reminder, that physical tap on the shoulder, it's time to get off. So that, that's been really helpful for me. And something I talked to one of my clients about in the past week was she was saying she doesn't really want to be on the app. She does want to communicate with her clients through Instagram, but she doesn't always want to be on there and having to scroll through and comment on posts and all that kind of stuff. And so I pointed out to her that because her business is quite new, she's moving from being a consumer of social media to being a creator within social media. And so she doesn't need to be on the app scrolling and looking and reading and spending her time because she'd probably be far rather happier hiking out in nature, right? And so just making that small shift on how you perceive yourself when you show up on social media can be really important. You're now a creator. You're creating posts you're speaking to your clients, to your potential clients through these posts. You're testing things out. You're seeing what people respond to. You're sharing posts that sort of form a story, form a feel and a vibe for who you are. And you don't need to be like scrolling through to be able to do that. In fact, if you are following a lot of people that are the same as you, say you're a health and wellness coach and you're following lots of other health and wellness coaches, that can actually get confusing and it can confuse our brain around what our message is. So there can be a good case for unfollowing people or muting people that are the same, that have the same role as you in their business. Say they're all health and wellness coaches you might choose to have a little detox around that and to unfollow or just mute if they're colleagues. Sometimes we can do that. You know, look, honestly, if someone's my colleague and they're like, oh, I don't want to be seeing Megan's post. I'm probably not going to be a client. We might catch up at events. They might be colleagues. If they mute me, it's fine. It's not a problem. If they unfollow me, that's fine because they probably were never going to be clients anyway, right? If I still want to be supportive of my colleagues, if we're in the same industry and my head is too full of everyone else's messages, everyone else's words that offer the same thing as me, it can get overwhelming. So I just mute. So I don't see that. I find that really helpful because it's your ideas, your work with clients, you're talking to people about the service that you offer, about the problems that you solve. That is going to stimulate your thinking actually as a thought leader. So when you block out that other noise, you can actually really hear around, okay, so what's my message here? What is this piece of the puzzle that I'm offering? 
So you need to be able to really connect with yourself with that because it's not other people's ideas that are reworked and rewritten that are going to be powerful. It's the stuff that life pours through you, the problems that you solve, the things that make your heart break that you know you can help people with. That's what we need to be speaking to. And it has to have your flavor, right? If you're funny, if you're silly, be funny and silly. If you're academic and slower in how you speak, be that person. Because that person will be what your client is attracted to. And you can't be one thing on social media and then they start working with you and you're a totally different person. We know that's not going to work. You don't need to have a massive following to get good traction with social media, to have clients reaching out to you from seeing you on social media. Now, say they might apply for a conversation, they might book in with you through your website, but many clients that I talk to have checked me out on social media because that really gives you the vibe of the person, right? You feel like you know them. So that's really important to be yourself. And so how you be on social media, even if you're like, oh, I'm not sure, but I know I want to show up, is that you identify yourself as I'm a creator on here. I'm speaking to my clients. And I've I've found that the more regular I am on social media, the more my account grows. But also do what's right for you, right? If you're posting three times a week, do that consistently. I've had much better growth from posting every day, pretty much every day, maybe skip one or two on the weekends. But I had to get to a place where that was easy, that flowed. I felt like I was just talking to a potential client and sharing what was in my mind and what was in my heart. And it it had to come from that place where I'd found some rhythm. So I spent a little bit of time like going, oh, Okay, three times a week. I can do three times a week. I can do it. I can do it. And and then I just got to a stage where I was like, actually, I love this. I really enjoy sharing these little pieces. I like writing. I like thinking about how to frame up ideas and shifts and transformations and inspiration in a way that comes through from my voice and my style. And so I really started to enjoy it and now posting pretty much every day had almost sometimes has become really easy and you can use you can use scheduling platforms I use Metri Cool at the moment and I'll put a link to that at the end of the podcast in the notes but I've also used the Facebook creator platform which posts both to Instagram and Facebook as well so does the Metricool one the free version of Metricool is all that I use it's really helpful you can use a paid version and then I think it'll cross post to maybe YouTube definitely LinkedIn as well I haven't taken that up yet but that will come and when you use the planning apps you can schedule out your week in advance some people schedule out way more and what can be helpful actually is say you might schedule out two or three posts a few weeks in advance so they're scattered throughout the week and then you can just pop in your more on the fly inspired shorter kinds of easier posts as you go if I have had times where I've used a VA, 
to post for me and I found that really helpful because they're so much more organized than I am and and it's come through in my words and my style pretty much because I gave them access to a whole bunch of my writings and notes and thoughts and that kind of stuff. And so then they would just repurpose, take a few sentences out of what I've written and create that into a post. So that was really helpful when I was doing that. I'm At the moment, I'm just being way more creative and playful and enjoying how I'm posting and what I'm posting. And so it's just me. It's me. If I'm posting, you'll be seeing me on there. So that's that's how I navigate it. I don't spend much time on Instagram anymore. And I don't spend a ton of time on social media. I definitely post and I try and answer comments and that kind of thing. I try and interact with some posts before and after around that time that I post, which is useful. I was all about the reels for a while, but I know that the algorithms changed on Instagram recently. And if you're listening to this podcast down the track, the algorithm would have changed all over again. But once again, we've got static posts and carousel posts being favored again. So I've kind of switched back into those because I really enjoy creating those. And, you know, sometimes I, I'm in my sweats, my hair's in a bun, I've, you know all the rest of it I'm not looking like I'm ready to work with clients and so doing a written post is so much easier than doing a reel in those moments but I have worked on becoming really comfortable with social media and that has made such a difference around this is actually fun I enjoy this and I can do this frequently and it feels like there is a conversation that starts to happen with your audience, with your potential clients. So those are the things that I've done to show up on social media, to get way more relaxed with it, to feel like I'm just being me. I think some of the times we don't like it, we don't enjoy it because we think we have to be a certain way. I know like back in the day, I, I'm kind of silly and I like a good joke and I'm 52, but I still feel like I'm, I don't know, 12, not really, but there's still a part of me that's really young and playful and that may never go away and I don't really want it to go away. And, you know, there was a time when I would show up quite a lot more serious than I am now, but I've let that go now. And so pretty much what you see is what you get. I'm probably a little bit more um, better presented when you see me on video than I am in my everyday life but look life is for living yeah so in summary choose a platform if you're new to social media and you've made that choice that you want to show up there choose a platform that you want to be on decide how many times a week you're going to post make a commitment that you are going to keep that you're going to be regular posting on social media you can get support if you want to you know, through a VA, but it's really important to be using your voice. I also use AI sometimes for ideas, for a draft, but I'll always rewrite it in my voice. And give yourself a few minutes around when you post to get on there, to interact with people, post, send it out with love. The state of mind that you have when you post something is actually really important 
because it will subtly come through in your words. And look, I do believe that we're all connected through the field. So people can feel it. They can feel you. They can feel if you're nervous, if you're uptight. So as best you can, try and get into a place of enjoyment, a place of service, whatever the qualities are that you want to bring to your business and your clients. Generate a little bit more of that within yourself and then do your posting and then get on out of there. Go out there, enjoy your day, rain or shine, and know that it's a small part of your business. If you choose to be on there, that's how I actually enjoy my time on social media. I keep it short. I make sure I'm playful. I don't rely on it for all of my contacts and all of my marketing. Okay, my friends, that's us for today. How to be a social media creator extraordinaire done your way. Enjoy it. Let me know what you think. If you've got a friend who's like, ah, I need to get on social media and I'm not sure I want to send them this podcast, it'll make their day. All right, lots of love. Bye for now.